0: Hello, my dear sluts, and welcome back to the Super Slutty Podcast, episode three. I am joined, as always, by the illustrious Blair.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Hello, Blair. Now, before we kick off the entertainment, we should touch upon last week's episode. We were truly overwhelmed by the amazing positive response. Clearly, all of you... Uh, are aligned with us in terms of our views on racism and how it should not be tolerated, but also about cancel culture, the dangers of cancel culture, how it should be eradicated immediately. And yeah, it was super encouraging. And I think we both want to remind all of you that if you would like to uh, email us or DM us, we with love any, your feedback. We love your feedback. Any suggestions that you have on what you'd like to listen to in the show? Any themes in particular that you want us to discuss? Please let us know. Don't be shy. Uh, Just don't be abusive. That's not necessary. Now, we're going to kick off part one of episode three immediately with some entertainment. Uh, It's going to be lighthearted from the start. And the first topic that we want to discuss are what I would say kind of a phenomenon in the party circuit, uh, and that is the fake shamans.
1: The shamans.
0: Now, for a lot of you that... May not understand what a fake shaman is. I should probably explain to you now, as you all probably know, there are these people called shamans that legitimately have some sort of spiritual uh power, they're quite connected. Is that what you'd say, Blair? They've, they've got,
1: yeah, I mean, they're like it- elders in a community that have gone through a lifetime of training and of really becoming translating other realms and giving a very spiritual. Um, orchestra to the community. Oh, I like that.
0: Yeah, I feel like they're, they're obviously very learned. I'm talking about real shamans here. They're very learned uh, in terms of spirituality. They're very they're respected. Very in touch, connected. If you want to uh, do any sort of spiritual experience, whether it's ayahuasca or whatever, they're the ones that kind of guide you through it. So I think there's a lot of, there's loads of positives about real shamans and, and they're fantastic. And it's quite like a, 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 and not maybe not ancient, but it's definitely a very yeah, historic, No, you could say it's it is ancient. ancient. It's like a learned practice from from many years ago. You hear about it's you know, really respected. the rainforest shamans in you know um, the Mayan and Aztec cultures and uh, whatever. It's like anyway, <laughs> don't want to have a history lesson here. But there are fake shamans now. Those fake shamans that I've just described are people that basically try to imitate the real shamans in terms of. Um, maybe how they dress, but I guess there's kind of like a modern twist on it. They always tend to wear uh, this brand called Caravana Couture, uh, shout out, which is hilariously uh, the store at Scorpios as you walk in on the right-hand side. That's Caravana Couture. And um, they all wear the same crap. It's like this itchy linen bullshit with like weird, like how would you describe it? It's kind of like Roman yeah roman like, like slave dress long right?
1: shirts yeah um, it's like
0: if i was back in the ancient roman days like building pants. a coliseum i would be wearing that sort of gear it's it's bizarre and so they dress like that they always carry around weird drugs and like the the schnuff the rapé. yeah
1: they, um, ju- they have like little pipes they have these like yeah blow pipes, up some little herbal tobacco blend these, up your nose yeah <laughs>
0: that's the rapé, right yeah it's yeah, the rapé, and then they carry around these little pouches with all the these other things basically they they're exploiting spirituality to get laid or to get accepted into dif- different social circles like you often find that a shaman is an accessory in a group and
1: well they t- also are self like proclaiming a certain position where they're going to like you know tell people what they're missing in their life or what they need and they're going to say how they feel the yeah. energy and they, they you know, they, they're suddenly taking a stance that they know things.
0: <laughs> but it's interesting because I feel like a lot of guys are often criticized for never kind of taking conversations deep in any way with girls and I think some girls are, that criticism is leveled at too. But the shamans, they go straight in at the deep end. The fake shamans, sorry. They like, they will open. Yeah, I appreciate They'll that. They'll open with... Yeah, they'll open with like, your eyes are blue and turquoise, like the waters of Shalaguko, and, you know, I feel like we met in a sp- in a previous life where you were a spiritual bat that hailed from the Kakakwaku mountain region, and I but was a blah blah blah. You, you See, know, it's as like, cringe
1: as it may be, it's fucking. Cringe. You can you'll. It's the type of scenario where someone comes up to you and says that, and as much as you'll make fun of it after the fact, you're also still kind of like hm, glad that happened to me. I'm glad someone like. Yeah, point okay. out my blue eyes
0: or whatever the heck oh okay so this is this is another point that's been raised that girls fall for it so easily and and it's like they're fully aware that they're falling for it and they shouldn't but they just do anyway i guess look it's more interesting than a guy coming up and being like hey can i get you a drink or like hey my table's over there you want some 1942 like yeah it's it's got definitely a more interesting tangent to it However, as a guy, um, if you're if you're speaking to a girl and a fake shaman approaches, it's not a good sign. Because that fake shaman is going to come up. He's going to start waving a, a chakra crystal in this girl's face. And he's going to be like, it's incredible. Your energy is telling me that you're a Leo. And she's like, no. And he's like, I know, your ascending sign is Leo. She's like, oh, I don't know what it is, but maybe. And he's like, yeah, for sure. And it's all bullshit. Well,
1: but, but see, that, that's also part of it is that girls do tend to be more into the you know, astrology into their like spiritual personal beliefs of like, I don't know, spirit guides or signs they see and what it all means. And so some guy shows up and starts to, you know, spit that language at them. And suddenly they're thinking, yeah, I, I actually, I wanted, I was thinking about that the other day. I want to know more about it.
0: But were they though? Were they like actually thinking about yeah, that? Yeah,
1: probably. Girls, the, girls, the, girls into they're uh, yeah. into
0: the whole like horoscope the universe thing. it's yeah it's supporting and energy me. Yeah. oh my god yeah that is the worst models talking about energy is number one turn <laughs> off um yeah but i guess look these these fake shamans they're they're exploiting all of those all of those uh, i guess weaknesses that girls have
1: hey at- that's not a weakness. It's just it's just it's just they're wanting to then
0: It's a it's a way to get into girls' pants. It's usually That's literally all it is for these guys. That's why I'm I'm saying it's a weakness because it's their way of exploiting you. It's like your kryptonite.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess. And they're not put put doing it, it because way, they but... just want
0: to make conversation. Because they're never talking to fat girls. It's always like hot chicks that they're approaching and talking to. True. Right? There we go. So.
1: But you see how it works. They make the girl feel special because they're tuning into something the girl's already interested in and she's been mm. plucked from the crowd <laughs> to talk about this, you know, deep thing that she's going to view as intellectual because she probably was thinking about something in that realm days earlier and then suddenly like oh, maybe this is a sign. And when you, you know, that's that crossover where it's like, oh, suddenly this guy is talking to me about deep things I don't normally talk about. And there's, there's a, you know, a connection there, whether it's faux foe or not, you see why it works.
0: But when you say that in the same way that horoscopes play on um, kind of generic information, which can be easily manipulated, for instance, like you read a horoscope and it says... Uh, something grave happened to you within the last two years and next year you'll see a solution to this grave problem and blah, yeah. blah, And girls are like, oh my God, that's so me. Like my grandma died two years ago yeah. or whatever. Like I feel like the... God, I said like so many times. There. I feel that shamans um are doing the same thing. They're They're picking up on these little generic pieces of info that you can easily it's kind of like pickup artists in a way, mm. you know, it's the same sort of thing because in the same way that they would do the negging and all of this stuff, it's it, the fake shamans are doing that with spiritual.
1: Well, Hey, talk. maybe we can learn something from the fake shaman considering it does work. You know, it's not, not, not that it's, you know, necessarily respectable, but just the fact that it works kind of hints that maybe, maybe we should all be tuning into this, bringing up something that's vague enough, but someone will connect to you and then, utilizing that to get in the conversation going because it it works because then the attention is there. The girl's suddenly like, you know, wait, yeah, let me me tell you about what actually happened. It'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah. I can see that or whatever they say.
0: I'm not, I'm not against it totally. But what I would say is if it doesn't come naturally to me, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody I'm not, I'm not going to walk up to a girl and start spouting that, that stuff for sure. I would at some point want to get deeper with a girl and talk yeah, about, but, but I would you never, could, you would, could
1: talk about it. And like, I mean, realistically, but, but, it, would be,
0: but it, it wouldn't be natural. Like I, it would be very difficult for me to start talking about chakras and, and energies. Yeah, and, no, I mean, I don't think you should go rocking and,
1: up bombing words. Like, yeah, like I'm going to lie. I could, your I could definitely, <laughs> I
0: could definitely share, you know, emotional traumatic experiences and talk about them and, and, you know, and be open and honest and, and whatever, and vulnerable, that's fine, and I can do that. Maybe not at a club or at an after party <laughs> or something initially, but but the thing is, the, the shamanic stuff, I just feel is all a front, and I feel like they're just doing it to get to get chicks. And sadly, what's happened is this fake shamanic culture has caused a bunch of people around the world, and it's mainly in some epicenters, like Tulum and, and Trancoso, and you see it in Mykonos and Ibiza, there's like an army of people that all dress the same now. They're all in like those um, linen pants that are kind of, you know, like the harem pants, the harem pants, yeah. however you pronounce it. Looking like, uh, you know, what's the thing that comes out of the bottle? Genies. They look like <laughs> they look like genies. Uh, I said it in a meme. They look like a hybrid of like a genie, Aladdin, Aladdin and Richie Horton's love child. That's what they look like, because, uh. You get the guys that are kind of semi fake shamanic in the way that they dress because they pair it with, you know, Rick Owens and Fear of God and all these brands, but they still wear like the linen bullshit too. But you honestly you go to Mekonossenibitha and, and Tulum and there's hundreds, if not thousands, of these people. They well, all you fucking
1: know, dress. You know thing. what it's also like? It's also that in some form, girls are also looking that, you know, whatever little experience they've had, a guy wearing something in the realm of a spiritual outfit, it kind of is like a, a sign for them to think, oh, I bet that guy will get my latest mushroom trip experience. And we could, you know, it's that kind yeah. of, they want to then- Or they
0: want the drugs from the shaman. Well, it,
1: no, I, I was definitely gonna make that point as well. That well there we go. The, really, these, aside these shamans, from those conversations, is also the shaman shamans. has little pockets of goodies. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. As, as Blair was saying, these fake shamans, apart from the rapé, they carry around a lot of drugs, uh, pure and simple, and no one can contest that. And a lot of the girls uh, in the scene want those drugs. Um, and these guys are a gateway for that. And also they claim to be these, because obviously, like I said, are about the original shamans. They can be guides when it comes to taking certain drugs. And I think the fake shamans do the same thing, but with mushrooms or whatever, with, or with GHB or whatever it is. And I just think it's exploitation. I want to see less of it. Some of them are all right, but I just think it's becoming too generic. Too many people are doing it find a new tactic it's like the it's it's basically the pickup artists of the 20th of, of 2021 or t- 2020 and 2021 to come i'm sure um and people need to find something else to do now that's enough about shamans that concludes part one of the super Sully podcast we will see you in part
1: two see you soon
0: Welcome back to part two of the Super Slutty podcast. Now. Now. In part one, we were discussing (laughs) fake shamans. And I mentioned to you that they were an accessory uh, in certain social groups, which segues us wonderfully onto the next theme, which is the nepotism billionaire. Now, I've had many messages from... uh, my sluts in the DMs asking me to explain and to clarify the nepotism billionaire stereotype. Well, look, as you may have guessed, nepotism implies that this billionaire did not make the money himself. Uh, That's rule number one. Now, secondly, they are a certain type. They could reside anywhere, Uh, European, American, whatever. But what they do is they all assemble their entourage in the same way. And I think that's key that they have this entourage. And it's comprised of many different elements. Um
1: well, hey, you know, it's not easy being a nepotism billionaire, you know. Yeah. Well, this hard is hard to a- make daddy proud, hard to have real friends, wow, wow, wow.
0: Well, this is the thing. I think there there's always this undercurrent of um, What's the word they're overcompensating I guess for their own anxieties or insecurities um they try and project the sob story onto you of like oh it's it's not easy being you know like really rich like it's hard <laughs> it's very hard um but yeah, but it's incredible how they they assemble teams in the same way um now I would say
1: what are what are the typical um you know, characters in the team.
0: Yeah, well, I would say the the key pillar of the team are the promoters. There's usually multiple promoters, um, and they obviously, as well as 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 procuring the girls, um, they can kind of take care of everything because nepotism and billionaires are very lazy.
1: It's also usually that they're like on salary.
0: The yeah, yeah, they're on a retainer. So a lot of these promoters are paid per month. Uh, their apartment's taken care of, they're given cash to spend, and they basically work for the billionaire full-time, essentially, as an employee. Although they're also doing work for a club or whatever, but they're employees. And they find girls, they organize nights out, they're basically kind of like glorified secretaries, kind of. Um, so I guess they're the, they're the key ones because obviously... Secretary
1: the, with benefits. <laughs> yeah.
0: The nepotism billionaire wants, wants females around him all the time. So they, they're key. And then there's usually kind of like a fake shaman in the entourage. You know, there's, there's new breeds now of promoters where I would say there are fake shaman promoters or sh- yeah, sh- shamanic promoters or however you want to call mm-hmm. it. There are, there's always a photographer in the group. And the photographer now is becoming the promoter. Yeah. And Blair, I mean, I'm sure you can attest.
1: Well, a photographer has access to lots of models. Who, if they're a good photographer, which is pretty key to that formula, then yeah, models but want exp- explain to get to those, explain, explain to
0: the slots the the kind of pulling power that a photographer has, especially like if you put it in the scenario where they're going to ibiza mykonos st bart's wherever it is with a, a wealthy guy and a cool group
1: well it's almost like the it's photographer just, is it's
0: too easy the girl's it, not gonna yeah, say no because, it takes
1: the scapegoat off that they're like oh i'm going there for my career exactly. i'm getting photos That's the key this is point. gonna be good for me it's not it's not me going you know to just party with guys that want to bang me you know it's it's a career move and I'm going to have fun. You know, it's
0: Wouldn't you say that's the key thing with girls though, if they can, if they can, well with models, if they can translate it into, or if they can convince themselves that it's for their career, it's a career opportunity. Oh, yeah. Then they'll pretty much not do anything, but they'll, they're quite open to do stuff.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a rationalization. Not that it's not, you know, uh, well, I know I can't really think of a scenario particularly because generally whatever photos you're taking, it's, it's not going to be the same as taking a photo and you're going to put it in your book. You're not going to put it in your book. It's going to be on Instagram. There are Instagram photos, really, if you're going to go on vacay with a photo, But isn't it
0: Instagram is the new is the new book, right? Yeah. That's the thing.
1: Well, yeah. But but there's a difference between what you... The Instagram is supposed to be like a showcase of your personality and then some. You know, it's not... Your book is, is very... Like your agents curate your book and it's supposed to be a particular, you know image for you whether it be that you're kind of high fashion or you're the girl next door whatever your agency kind of picks the images so your Instagram is self-curated and more quote-unquote personality
0: no sure sure I get it but I guess if if there's any opportunity for a model to get cool photos then and yeah going if it's, to if it's a beautiful like, place it's with a, boat, a great photographer exactly beautiful place yeah. photographer you know or it's an amazing Get those villa, followers it's it's a no-brainer so these i mean these and billionaires it's too easy for them because they have the best promoters they have the best fake shaman they have top photographers and then uh they have I would kind of call them madams or mademoiselles because uh, they can be older girls uh, or older women, younger girls, and when I say older women, I don't mean old women. I mean like middle-aged women that procure girls for them also. So um, I'm
1: seeing them younger and younger these days.
0: Yeah. Well, often it can be they're friends with models who well, where their relationship is is platonic and these models are bringing girls on the on trips for them. Or finding girls for them, yeah, you know, um, and and then obviously the the final pillar of the entourage are the are the models and I have to say, you know, look, uh, these these guys when they roll they roll deep. I mean they have some beautiful women with them all the time. However, well- the incredible thing is the the spell that's cast well i mean maybe maybe it is a spell because i don't believe it's real but these girls basically all start singing from the same hymn sheet they all start rehearsing the same line oh like whatever the guy's name is let's call him robert robert is like so down to earth you know like you would never know he's a billionaire like obviously you know we're staying on a 100 meter boat And there's, like, two villas and, like, six Vianos and eight security guys. And we've got Leo DiCaprio in the crew. And we, like, you know, but, like, apart from that, you would never know that Robert's a billionaire. Like, he just, he's so low-key.
1: Well, they're infatuated with, you know, like, the power that the money seems to be bringing what their environment is. Mm -hmm. So then... You're saying that in the same way as I'm trying to be like, but 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 it's it's not about the money though.
0: It- exactly. But isn't that because that's the lie or the myth that the billionaires are uh, perpetrating themselves? Is and that brings me on to my next point is the way they dress. They always dress understated. Always. You'd think, and and this is why a lot of people get it wrong. And when they DM me or whatever, when they comment, the billionaires don't go around wearing you know, the gold Patek. And I mean, some of them do, but they're not flexing in a materialistic way. They're usually in like black t-shirt, jeans, and Yeah, but sneakers. that's a
1: flex in itself. It's saying, I don't have to.
0: Yeah, but the difference is they're like stepping off their 80 meter, 100 meter boat dressed like that. Going on to their twenty thousand euro table, dressed like that, right? It, Getting that's into the helicopter. It's, a flex. it's saying, you know, "I know exactly. you can
1: all see how much money I have, so I don't have to wear it." That type of thing. Yeah,
0: but it's it's funny because they they're like, "Oh, look how understated and like low key I am," but they're flexing so hard. Mm. I mean, it's crazy how hard they flex, right. and that's that's what I find funny. And then the girls well, like are fall for it. It's yeah. like a reverse
1: psychology thing. like
0: exactly. And and these, still see through it. And these guys, they can sit and I am telling you people. It's kind of sickening to watch, but it's funny if you've got if you've got a friend and you can kind of be part of it and laugh at it and, and just, you know, and not get too deep into it. But anybody that's part of the entourage, no matter what the billionaire says, they laugh or they agree with. It, there's no
1: They love it. Well, yeah, even there's no Even there's if no they debate, hate it, they love it. <laughs>
0: there's no uh, calling them out, nothing. It's just like it's just like a a grand circle jerk for this one dude and oh i forgot another pillar of their entourage is like the the friend of theirs that's not rich that that guy pays for everything and he's kind of like the gopher slash the the clown of the group slash the joker slash whatever he's just like the jester the jester he just he's basically yeah the gopher is the best way to describe it he just does everything for the billionaire And um, it's just, it's hilarious watching the dynamic. I mean, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, It's in Mykonos. I know we talk about Mykonos to death, but whatever. It's it's not really a Mykonian story. Anyway, I was speaking with a girl who was part of a um, billionaire entourage and um, we're speaking and she, I swear to God, uttered these words. She was like, oh my God. Um, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but billionaire A is like, it's incredible how, you know, I I arrived here in Mykonet and, you know, it's like my first time in Europe and I had no idea that billionaire A was a billionaire, but like, you know, obviously we're staying on his, his yacht, which is like really big. And, but you know, like when we're at dinner or just like chilling at the, you know, huge villa we're just talking about like really nice, you know, like cool things like about like, you know, spirituality and like current affairs and like politics. It's just like not even about the money at all. And that's like what I really like about Billionaire A.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. How, I, how old was this girl?
0: Uh, she was like 19 or something. Mm. But still. Uh, yeah. And I get it. She's like 19 from small town, butt fuck town, nowhere in America. But wow. I mean, you're, when you're talking about indoctrination. That was, it was like, uh, Hitler and the Hitler youth. It was like that level of like brainwashing. I mean, wow. And, and it's difficult to sit through no matter how beautiful this girl is. It's like, uh, it's like some guy scraping a knife and fork on a plate in your ear. (laughs) It's horrible. And you've just got to deal with it. And it's like, oh my God, I really wish I could just Tell you the reality or just like explain to you, but there's just no point. You've just got to deal with it, you've got to listen to it. Um, but there's a lot of that going on in Mikanasi any party place. I mean, I'm Blair, you've been you. Oh, wait, you told me a story earlier,
1: mm, yeah,
0: didn't you? About
1: we were we were to, we had
0: were we together, y- yeah. yeah, you
1: and I had gone to um Annabelle's and I was with a friend of mine, we were there, gonna just you know, move on to something else next, see who's there, say hello. And uh, we went over to our friend's table.
0: Our nepotism billionaire friend's table.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And um, my boyfriend wasn't there with me. And I sat down next to this friend, catch up, do a little hey, hi. And he had kind of a group of cronies I call them I I I don't know these people but to me I it was very clear what was going on and I sat down of both sexes right up.
2: male
0: and female yeah cronies. but yeah. it was
1: it, what was was especially interesting to me in this scenario is that these were male cronies that then were um as I sit down catching up with this friend who's billionaire A as we call it uh um, yeah perfect <laughs> and the the cronies like one of them particularly starts saying these things i can't even remember the exact words but it was it was kind of one of those talking to billionaire a very loudly like you know across me so obviously i can hear it and like saying things about you know dropping money related concepts right in front of my face kind of and what was very clear about it was then billionaire a friend who knows i have a boyfriend of which is his friend then kind of Cuts him off and says, like, no, nah, like, this isn't, this yeah, is not, one not of, that one. Yeah, this isn't one I'm trying to get with, kind of thing. And then the crony stops doing his little charade he's pulling off. Um, and, and so then the reality there is that Billionaire A and his cronies have like a whole game they play of which yeah. they're all going to spit a certain phrase and game to get girls to think a certain thing about billionaire A to then increase his chances um
0: so what blair's saying is 100 percent accurate i've heard it many times live in front of me if i'm if i'm you know out with one of my nepotism billionaire friends they have their side cronies that will i mean i remember there was one time at uh lulu's five hartford street in in London and I was sat at a bar with nepotism billionaire and one of the cronies brought over a girl and just flat out basically it was kind of like reading his if he had a a family like Forbes bio you know (laughs) like um Jeff Bezos is the chairman and CEO of Amazon blah 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 and is worth blah blah blah. It was like just rally, like reading off all of the things that they own and all you know the the fortune that they've amassed and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm turning around I'm like what the fuck are you doing? Like it was it was so explicit it was so direct. And the girl loved it. And the girl said straight away, "Oh, maybe you can take my number and we can go for a drink." And that was, I think that was one of the first times I'd heard it. And then this was years ago. And since then, I've heard it maybe a thousand times. They have these kind of pre-rehearsed lines. It's usually promoters or some middleman that's part of the entourage that that delivers this line. And sadly, it works a lot. That's the annoying thing. Oh, it's
1: so shameful. And it I is shameful. I just can't get over that. Like, you know, I wholeheartedly believe in things like love beyond the concept of Oh, you know needing you're a, certain, one in a, billion. a certain name and fortune etc and um i think it's super shameful to, to need yeah, I mean, it's also need that as your introduction like you can't I heard stand rumors for your boyfriend's yourself. quite
0: stingy so yeah, <laughs> that makes sense no
1: um no comment
0: <laughs> yeah anyway anyway yeah there's this there's this really rotten circle jerk crew vibe which just sucks and it's just funny it, it's it's really funny to to commentate on and to look at from afar and to discuss in a podcast but being part of it is um
1: well because where do you draw where do you draw the line there what what is really going on there it seems you know from my perspective if you're seeing something like that it seems like what is going on there is just like a big club worshiping the power of money and i think that's a really but Isn't that the
0: whole scene? But
1: that that's what becomes really sad about reality. If that, that that is the scene that becomes, you know, I I mean I like to think that within the scene there is a lot of potential for real connections, re, real friendships and, you know, things that are, you know, worth living for. When if you if you yeah. make it all about the idea that money is what rules all of us, that becomes really dark.
0: <laughs> There's definitely scope for real connections, but I would say that Even if on the surface, it appears to be um, kind of, you know, the foundations of a real friendship. Still, there's kind of this underlying knowledge that because you're part of the scene, you must fit into a category. You must be wealthy or you must be famous or you must be
1: someone.
0: someone doing something. And therefore, you're worth the time of that person because you're it that at that party or in that club or in that section or whatever. And so I, it's maybe it's me being cynical, but I don't know. I think I feel like there's always an agenda, yeah. and but that's I mean well, that's I think, we can I discuss this that really but,
1: but there I mean. are there are, you know that's I guess what's really refreshing is when you're in these kinds of scenes and something surprises you that suggests otherwise. You know, that there that there is something genuine, that there is something more than just the typical kind of making the rounds and the same kind of predictable behaviors happening. I feel you. It does happen, you know.
0: I feel you. Well, to be discussed. I mean, we could go into this for yeah. hours. <laughs> uh, that concludes part two of episode three of the Super Slide podcast. See you in part three. Woo!
2: Hello and welcome
0: back to the Super Study Podcast, Part Three.
2: Part Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, part Three. We're going to be discussing another element of the high society jet set, blah 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 blah. Jet set. Uh, scene. Suitcase girls. Mm. And it's another common, commonly asked question in my DMs. Uh, you know, people asking me about my uh, Yulia and Olga, uh, Olga Khrushchev, Khrushcheva characters that I created, but my my pink suitcase girls. Um, now, I want to make it very clear: there are, there are many different types of suitcase girls. Now, the ones that I depict in my uh, Russian-Ukrainian themed ones, and and for all of you Russians and Ukrainians out there that take offense to this shit. Yes, there are escorts from Russia and Ukraine. And there are also escorts from England, Bulgaria, France, Italy, Spain, America, Japan, Fiji, the Solomon Islands, every fucking country. However, there happen to be many from Russia and and Ukraine. And if you want to deny that, you can go ahead and deny it. But it's true. Deal with it. Now, there are (laughs) some suitcase girls that are... Basically, escorts. Well, there are escorts, and they're the ones that I depict in my Russia-Ukraine ones. They're the ones that have the pink suitcases, the fake tits, the hair extensions, the really horrible like long pink nails, and and the stripper heels
1: escort as well You're, they're also you know on the prowl they're yeah they're looking to be taken on. that suitcase is ready whatever like, yeah, they're they're it's ready to go advertising for it
0: yeah it's like that that pink suitcase that they bought from gardunor in paris is literally by the door ready to fucking go at any second and and they're reaching out to guys to get invited that's the difference i think with this type of suitcase girl is that they want to be shipped in and shipped out mainly shipped out of uh, whatever airport in Russia or Ukraine they're flying out of doing their 27-hour layover in Minsk. Or
1: maybe they're already there at the spot and looking to extend the stay.
0: Yeah, so this, this type of girl mainly is, like Blair said, the type of girl that kind of goes and doesn't have a return flight booked. You know, she'll just hop from one villa to the next or one boat to the next or whatever, one chalet to the next, depending on on where you are and what season exactly the party season it is um so let's 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 quickly talk, talk about these ones but have you had any experience dealing with these types i mean I, when i when i when i say you know the the I escort mean, suitcase to girls be
1: honest, like if in the minimal experiences i've had with i think girls that fall in that category they're they're fun, you know. Really? Yeah, they tend to, you know, they t- especially towards me, they tend to be very nice and very Okay, very I'm going to
0: cool. I'm going to have to tell I'm going to have to tell a little anecdote to just to just disprove blair there. I mean, look, maybe sometimes they can be fun. But last year, a friend of mine who shall go unnamed decided to it was actually it was actually via a Ukrainian friend of ours and he called us and he said, "Would you like these identical twin uh russian girls i think they're russian would you like them uh to come and stay in the house with you and we thought it was the best idea ever we looked at the instagram they're fully identical twins i mean it was just it was insanely funny they always dress the same same outfits but like the most garish like awful outfits ever like the, Bo- the borat mankini that sort of vibe in all their pictures so we just thought it would be hilarious they arrive, they don't speak a word of English, like not one word. And everything that we'd ask them, like, oh, would you like to do this today? Uh, w- you know, we're going for lunch now. Would you like to go? Mm, oh, Does da, da. yes. It was like no personality, no vibe at all. I mean, they literally would sit there at the lunch table just taking selfies of each other the whole time. They were just energy vacuums. I mean, they mm-hmm. were... They were so boring. And I think the novelty wore off after about three seconds. And uh, and I think they may have had pink suitcases, but they definitely fell into the, that category. And then by the end of the trip, we just, we hated them. And I didn't did even want to like even be in the same room as well, them.
1: Well, yeah, I could argue that uh, the a lot of these girls in the category you're describing are uh, girls' girls. Like they, they know, and if they're in that kind of realm of they're advertising for this, um, doing it regularly, that you know they don't necessarily know where they're going next. Kind of scenario, I think they might be on the side of they're manipulating, and they are more friendly towards chicks because <laughs> they're they're in a weird situation where they they actually you know, don't know how to actually be friends with guys.
0: Yeah, maybe, but you've also got to think what what are they doing there? They're there to either make money or to meet a rich guy, and get pregnant or to figure out which guy's going to sponsor them. I mean, they're there for very specific reasons. Now, yeah. I think we should definitely, I mean, we shouldn't spend much time talking about the low class ones. Um, but there are suitcase girls that are legitimate models and they probably wouldn't want to be labeled as suitcase girls, but they yeah, are. Absolutely not. They wouldn't want to They wouldn't, would, want, they to wouldn't be. Be. want to be. Yeah. They wouldn't that. want to be, but they are. And, I, and these are the sort of girls that, uh get invited to tulum or to ibiza mykonos different places but go from kind of one house to the next um you know they have their little like stopover places milan or whatever where they go and hide out there for a few days waiting for the next invite it's quite it's quite funny and interesting to look at but there's a lot of them a lot
1: well i mean at least in modeling land like it's the it's a known kind of thing that a model doesn't want their image tainted with the fact that, oh, they've been to the Maldives X amount of times, you know, taking photos there with, uh, you know, there's basically everyone knows if you're not there with your boyfriend and you didn't fly there yourself with your gal pals you've gone there because someone flew you out and then there's a certain connotation to that concept that there was probably, whether it happened or not, that you might have been flown out there for kind of escort-related services. Certainly. um,
0: It's, It's a good point you made. Like Maldives, a girl, if she was out there, would not post, despite how beautiful it is because you know if you're in the Maldives and it's not with your boyfriend or your husband... You're y'all, not there
1: shooting a y'all, campaign.
0: Y'all escorting or y'all yeah,
1: not there
0: for the love. It's, it's like it's like a guy rule. that opportunistically reached out to you and was like, yo, I've got a room at the Riti Come stay with me yeah. and I'm going to fly you out first class. However, what I find really hilarious is the amount of girls that go to Mykonos, Ibiza, um, Saint-Tropez, whatever, or the summer destinations or whatever it may be, and they never post from there. Like you kind of look at their feeds and there's just like a void when it's like July yeah, and August Everyone's time. concerned There's about no, what no people
1: think, you know, and especially yeah. if you're not there with your friends, like your actual like friends that your friends of friends know. And so then in your social circles, it's like validated that you went with your friends to have a good time, that you, no one wants people talking about what may or may not have happened. And again, nothing may have happened, but as a model who goes to these places and you don't have your friends as kind of like a, a buffer to that those kinds of rumors, um, no, nobody wants that. Speaking but of rumors, rumors. <laughs> this
0: episode is brought to you by Rumors Rosé, the rumors finest Rose. Côte de Provence rosé in the, the world. Uh, it's now <laughs> been renamed Rumor Rosé, so it's on Instagram at Rumor Rosé. Check it out. Rumor Continue, blair Sorry.
1: Um, but I mean, it. it I think. It, g- I don't want to, you know, girls can go on these trips with guys they don't know. And they often do go with a, a friend or two because yeah. because of safety reasons and precautions on that. You know, they don't know who they're It's going totally cool.
0: And, like, I'm not condemning yeah, no, it. I mean, like, I'm
1: just saying that, like, frankly, like a lot of guys benefit from that yeah. outlook, that they're going to a new place, they're meeting new people. There's a lot of positive things to 100%. be said about the experience. I'm it's, part of the
0: problem. It's a supply-demand uh classic uh, situation you know while there's a demand there's always going to be a supply however uh i just sometimes these girls they arrive in a place and they have they have no plans it's not it's not like they're saying oh i'm going to come for a week and then i'm heading back to la or new york or miami or whatever they literally just come and they just know they're going to stay a month well and i think i think
1: that's where guys get offended is when a girl comes and they're a part of a certain crew going around having a good time. But then when that's starting to end and that's moving on to something else, they're suddenly like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to jump onto that crew who's staying the next two weeks. And then I'm going to, you know, they kind of do a little hopping, which is,
0: it's super awkward. We had that a lot last year. We had it, you know, girls leaving our house and going somewhere else, but that was usually because we didn't want them to stay anymore or, or (laughs) girls that we wanted from other groups, to come and stay with us. And there's this kind of politics going on of like, Oh, I don't know if I can leave and blah, blah, blah. And there's, you know, all these dynamics going on and it's just messed up, but look, it happens a lot. I mean, you know, I, I met a girl last summer that ended up staying with me for a month. So, uh, it can happen. Um, I wouldn't call her a suitcase girl, but, um, you know, that's just yeah. The how it is. lines
1: are very blurry there, like because yeah. the suitcase girl is obviously a derogatory term on it, and like yeah, you know, you get where it comes <laughs> from because there are girls who, you know, in, in a feminist perspective, it's like power to them—they're they're living their life, making their choices. But then on the other side, they're very manipulative and using circumstance to get around. They're not—they don't even have a home type of thing. You know, they're jumping yeah. around and um. But
0: then, we had, we. there were girls that were in that situation that that you would definitely classify as suitcase girls, but they were really sweet. And th- this is why, don't get me wrong with anything I say, I'm not condemning them when I call them suitcase girls. I'm just saying that's kind of a category that they fall into, but they can be really nice girls and they can be really fun and great elements of
1: the yeah, group. Yeah, I mean, and, I think in, in many cases, like if you're looking at the group dynamic in somewhere like Ibiza or Mykonos, um the quote unquote suitcase girl that's there and even if it's in the like realm of you know kind of escorty vibes i guess like not and anyway they they still <laughs> have like i in my experience they're still like you know fun yeah they're still yeah. like a, a person that's they can there be a lot and of they've fun. got a unique perspective
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like look i mean there's many of them are really great girls really fun great parts of the group like they just bring a lot of energy and they're polite and you know you you strike up friendships with them and then you know you see them a lot afterwards and you invite them because you want them to be part of your group because they're fun good people um
1: but also if like being a model in the modeling world like these are things i see often but i have a lot of friends from childhood and from other places that high school friends all kinds of friends that do not understand the modeling world at all it's just kind of like an instagram thing they might be aware of but they have no idea really that this goes on the way it does yeah and so
0: so multi-layered to
1: explain it to them it you know it's um you know it it is an odd concept (laughs) because it's not it's not quite an escort it's not quite you know a hooker obviously so explaining that you know from many people's perspectives you could see it as like oh well these girls are taking advantage of going places well there's the other term image model as well as being yeah. you're not you know shooting campaigns you're not i guess this would be also more But that's of quite s I vibes it is it is most of S40 the ones S40 we're talking vibes, about
0: are legitimate models that just you know yeah like would not say no to go on a nice holiday and that's but and look, i wouldn't call those was,
1: girls suit suitcase girls per se
0: no but it's they they I'm may be that fine line of going aren't, over. Those it's the ones into... it's the ones that that then stay in that place for a month or a few weeks and just yeah, hop around from one house to the next. But usually those
1: aren't the models that have to go home to go work. You know, they yeah. aren't, they don't have yeah, an apartment. Yeah. Yeah, these in New are like York party or girls or London, that just LA whatever.
0: Yeah, these are girls that, that I mean on the face of it seem to be models, but they clearly have no but, work But see,
1: that's what I mean is like well, are they getting income from a job? Well, they must no they must no. be getting income from another
0: source. <laughs> Because they're definitely not working. Yeah. So that's,
1: that's the bigger line. That's not so fine. Are they?
0: Yeah. And then you get the, the Ibiza ones that basically from May are gone. You know, they go to closing and then, well, in May they're in Cannes or Monaco and then it's closing part, uh, opening parties. And then it's, you know, early Ibiza. And then they do Mykonos Ibiza. And then they do closing at the end of the summer. And then they do burning. I mean, it's like, wow, it just doesn't stop. Um, yeah, it's crazy.
1: Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, they do.
0: <laughs> so, guys, uh, to conclude this episode, as, as as I've been doing in the past few, I'm going to do the uh, bringing the meme to life segment. And aptly, this week, I'm going to be reading out one of my uh, Olga Khrushcheva uh, captions, uh, where Olga is, I believe, asking mr richard to ship her to mykonos uh ship it. like ship it like uh like last year where they had a beautiful romance i can't remember in one of my memes i talked about the scene where mr richard actually impregnated olga and created a uh, little richard grosvenor who is olga's little love child with mr richard anyway let's go on to the caption now let me just channel my inner russian escort Whew.
2: Hello very much, thank you please Mr. Richard. I make sense sexy selfie with solid rock fake pelmenis with app of watts to win attention of you dirty angliski mind. Olga and sexy euro travel friend pink suitcase pal Julia want very super much make Aeroflot slash Air Bulgaria short 27-hour journey with layover in Minsk to arrive in beautiful's Isle island is called Mykonos. Davai please Mr. Richard. Olga Thin Russian pussy is many dry like all brand cereal with no horse milk. This little sexy cat is per Mr. Richard. Make please fast insert of wealthy Kolbasa to stop chafe of sex lips. Olga and Yulia is have authorized of Putin and Doctor Vajinovsky of Russian Union of Suitcase Escort to make sex travel out of Federation. There is small rule. Only can to make three sexy position with hot russian goddess Mr Richard. One is style of doggy. Two is reverse girl of cow and three is new style romanian 69 with chocolate sauce. Comrade Richard, we is hear news from friend of us in Instagram that is snake of much slutty who is make lie that hot russian females is by pink suitcase from Gardunor Algerian tourist boutique. Okay. Maybe it's some true, but Yulia is make two thousand euro from rim job to minister of interior before one week, and she makes surprise shopping on internets: two shiny suitcase of pink for pack more bikini thong, durex Lubrikansky, and blonde hair extension from Chinese woman pubis. Please, please. Please, Daddy of Little Richard, make purchase of Ticket of Economies for two Russian ladies so to can make, make sexy job of hand with Zadziki on your hair is in pool of expensive Mykonoski wheeler. Paka paka. Paka paka. Paka paka. Paka paka.
1: paka, paka.
0: Uh, my dear sluts, thank you so much for tuning in to the super slutty podcast we really really appreciate it keep spreading the word keep tuning in we're now live on apple podcast we're super happy about it yeah we're on yes. pretty much every spot uh, not spotcast Spotless. podcast streaming platform out there keep tuning in keep spreading the word and i'm going to give blair the last word this and week and
1: follow me on b-l-a-i-r-s-i blair C. oh you spelled it right love this week love you so much okay bye
0: Have an amazing week, everyone. Keep it slutty. Goodbye.